I mean, this, you know, this, this may be a bit crude, but I mean, I don't know no other way to say it. Uh, I want to talk about um, booty calls. I am uh, glad to be with you tonight. Let's see if I can get some of that light off of me. Glad to be with you tonight. I decided to break in for a few minutes, and hopefully we have a good signal. Uh, if not, I'll just shut it down, and I'll record it, and I'll, I'll play it back for you. Um, I want to deal tonight with something that you hear me talk about a lot, um, queen consciousness, queen consciousness. You'll hear that a lot if you've if you've bought my book, Queenology. Uh, you all let me know if my signal's good. We're not going to mess around with this tonight. If it's not, I'll just record it and I'll upload it. So just kind of let me know if my signal is working tonight. Um, but if you've bought my book, Queenology, if you've if you have my online program uh, programs, Queenology, then the second part, the training for reigning. Is basically Queenology 2, um, you, you'll hear that phrase a lot, Queen Consciousness. If you've watched my content on, on uh, YouTube, in consciousness. So I decided tonight that we would do somewhat of a deep dive into the whole concept of Queen Consciousness. Um, yeah. Now, when you start talking about consciousness, you're talking about awareness. And see, I believe, in fact, I, you know, I believe with all of my heart, some disagree with me, but I believe with all of my heart that all women are queens, but most are just unaware. Nobody's made them aware, you know. All women are queens, those that are uh, at the, the the heights of the pinnacles of corporate America, law, politics, fashion, entertainment, queens. Those that are strung out on drugs, queens. What's the difference? Consciousness. In fact, sometimes those that are at the pinnacles of all of these other uh, spheres are as unaware of who they are as the the woman that's in the in the gutter. They're all queens. According to the creator, they were all created for dominion. The difference is the difference between reigning versus struggling is awareness. And so I believe that I have a mission to sound the alarm relative to consciousness. You know, this is a generation of women that um, that lacks consciousness, clearly lacks consciousness. You know, when I see the, the things that 
the lows that many sink to, the stuff you settle for. You know, when I see how people can take a, a, a very brilliant and educated woman and talk her into things that are beneath her, consciousness, consciousness. And I believe with all of my heart that, and this is something I teach, the truest depiction or the truest measure of a man's manhood is his approach to womanhood. When a man really comes into his manhood, and this is for my brothers, it's the natural inclination of a man to protect, to guard womanhood. Why? Because the woman gives life to the man's seed. The woman is the catalyst through which everything that God put in the man may manifest. If you want to destroy a society, destroy its women. And woe to the society that has men, as Tupac said, that uh, hates the ladies that have the babies or something like that. I'm trying to be, you know, relevant. (laughs) Woe to that society. And unfortunately, that's the society that we, we, we are now living in. We're living in a society that of men that hate women. Where this comes from, I have no idea. And so the fallout of all of that is that we're constantly birthing little girls and we're raising young women who are struggling with broken consciousness, which is the opposite of queen consciousness. Queen consciousness is knowing exactly who you are, being aware of your value, being aware of your worth, demanding everything that is to come to you and not settling for anything less than that. Broken consciousness is when you don't know who you are and the Bible puts it this way. You become as silly women that are led astray. I I say it's PhD women manipulated by GED men. Broken consciousness. But there's this thing that I've been teaching called queen consciousness. Um, In Proverbs 31 and 29, Proverbs 31 and 29, it says, many daughters have done virtuously, but thou, you, accept them all. Now, this woman was, when you read that proverb, the whole 31st proverb, um, chapter of Proverbs, this woman was exceptional. You know, this was an exceptional woman. She was, she was an exceptional woman among women. It's buffering. If we have a major problem tonight, I promise you I will record it and I will upload it, but we're going to try to push through it. But this woman was exceptional among women. This woman was a wife. This woman was a businesswoman. She was a philanthropist. Uh, she was a mother. She was well-dressed. She bought and sold land. Uh, this woman did a whole lot of stuff. She was exceptional among women. But what made her exceptional? When the Bible says, thou excellest them all, 
What made this woman exceptional? It was not because of a position or an accomplishment. You know, when I teach this thing, queen, queenology, some say, oh, no such thing as queens, as though I'm talking about a literal throne, a literal crown. No, no, it's not. It is not about a position. It is about a disposition. Queen consciousness is a mindset. It is a mindset that the creator designed every woman for. Like king consciousness or kingology is a mindset that the creator designed every man to walk in. It's called dominion. It's what Adam and Eve had. It was the the pinnacle of human consciousness. And it was the marriage. It was the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? It was the, the synergy of the two mindsets of the two dominion mindsets working together, not, not the man beating the woman down and not the woman beating the man down in the two at odds and the, talking about the war between. No, no, it was two distinct mindsets. A queen, the mindset of a queen, the mindset of a king. This woman was exceptional because of her mindset. So what am I working on? What am, why, why do I spend all of my time doing this? I'm trying to work on the mindset of a generation of women. I'm just tired of seeing, I'm tired of seeing the the downward spiral. You know, I don't know, you know, I'm 56 years old now. So I have more years behind me than I have in front of me. I have to do my part to try to say something to the generations to come that this is not it. This is not it. What what you're settling for, what you're participating in, the the stuff you wear and the the way you carry yourself, the way you letting people just toy with you like, you know, you are a puppet and you keep settling for it. You are so you become so broken. You're so out of sync with you. That you you have divorced yourself from your own dignity. You're begging people to stay. Who You're running behind people, begging them to stay in your life when they're clearly running away from you. Why is that? Broken consciousness. There's a lack of queen consciousness. You do not know who you are. And many women have not had fathers to inform you. And so for a lot of you, this is your first time even hearing a man speak like this to you. Hmm. Uh, Okay, let's let's see something here. Now, I want to do something. Do you all mind if I do it? Um, I want to kind of bring you into. You know, some of the experience or experiences that we have in like when we used to do Queenology conferences in person. Uh, I think we might have. All right, let's see. 
let's see, we, we, we buffered a little bit, but let's see. I want, I want to go through with you right now. Pay very close attention here. I want to go through with you right now the five tenets of queenology. The five tenets of queenology. And what's a tenet? It's a principle or a belief, especially one of the main principles of a philosophy. Queenology is a what? Philosophy. And what does queenology state? It states that all women are queens. What is the mission of queenology? To make all women, all women conscious. And so what I'm getting ready to give you are the five tenets of the movement. And I'm going to rush through these and then I'm going to give you what I have for you tonight. And we're going to be done and so forth and so on. Number one. Write these down somewhere. Number one, the five tenets of queenology. Number one. Self-awareness. Which speaks of what? Identity. And here is what it says. And this is recorded so you can go back and play it and write it down if you desire to do so. You get my programs or what have you, you know, you, you get all of this. Uh, number one, self-awareness. My identity is in my relationship with God and my understanding of myself as an individually gifted woman. I am not defined by what I do, what I have, or who I am with. I am a single, distinct, and limitless individual. That's tenet number one, self-awareness. Speaking of identity. Tenet number two, self-mastery. Which speaks of what? Discipline. And here's, here's the, the mantra or the confession that goes along with it. I am in control of myself. No one has access to my controls. I am mastering my emotions, relationships, sexuality, spirituality, and financial choices as a woman. So tenant number one, self-awareness, identity. Tenant number two, self-mastery, discipline. Tenant number three, self-sufficiency, which speaks of independence. Here's the, here's the confession or the profession. I am capable and I am motivated to trust God and to be the source of for my life and its necessities. I will not beg or plead with inferiors to do for me what I will do for myself. I am self-sufficient. Tenant number four, self-projection, which speaks of what? Confidence, so we identity, discipline, independence, Confidence, five, these are the tenets of queenology. Number four, self-projection, confidence. Here's the, here's, the, here's the profession. I will never be invisible in any space because I have presence. I make a statement 
without ever saying a word. I will assert myself whenever necessary and will leave my mark with grace, humility, excellence, and kindness. And then number five and finally, self-actualization, which speaks of what? Manifestation. So we've gone from identity. All right. Okay, so we've gone from identity to discipline to independence to confidence. Number five, self-actualization, which speaks of manifestation. And here is how it reads. I will not bring the value and gifts that God has given me to the grave. I will not waste my purpose and potential on secondary matters. Every vision, dream, and or assignment will be manifested. I will live my life for the complete expression of who I was created to be, I am becoming more every day. There you have the five tenets of Queen Alchi. Now, let's dig into this thing a little deeper relative to Queen Consciousness. And there are one, two, three, four things I want to share with you tonight, and then I will be done. Number one, What is queen consciousness? Queen consciousness is knowing who you are from your soul and spirit. It is knowing who you are. Queen consciousness is knowing who you are from your soul and spirit. It's the self-concept, the self-concept you have etched into your subconscious. When you are queen, when, when you are queen, <laughs> queen conscious, you know who you are from your soul, from your spirit, from the innermost parts of your being, you know who you are. You, 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 don't, you don't need nor do you welcome any outside input relative to the definition of you. You are defined internally. You know who you are before you meet the world. You know who you are And you do not need the world to define you or tell you who you are. When you meet the world, you're not asking who I am. You are introducing yourself because you know who you are from your soul. This speaks of being defined by your internal faculties as opposed to the world around you misdefining you. And when you look at when you look at the sisterhood, honestly, how many of how many of the sisters do you see 
that are defined internally. Most, most women that I see are searching for definition. That's why you, that's why you, you're desperate for a relationship. Sadly, that's why you want a, a child so bad. You, you feel like you need something extra to be. Did you hear what I just said? You feel like you need something other than you and God to be. So you, 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 you desperate for a man, you want a child, you want a baby, you, 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 you know, you want this, you, your closet is full of clothes that still have the tags on them. You're searching for something. But when you are really queen, queen conscious, you will know who you are from your very soul and spirit. You don't need a certain name brand. Nothing wrong with wearing name brands. You know, I love clothes too. Nothing wrong with that. You are broken. You, 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 you settling for any man because you need a, you need a relationship to bring definition to you. You are broken. And there's nothing outside of you. You are broken and there's nothing outside of you that can fix you. You have to go back to the creator and stop running to these illegal sources for definition. You have people making you believe that you're going to increase um, your position by having sex with people you're not even married to. Instead of you finding your purpose and really locating you, getting right with you and living your life for fulfillment because you can run behind all of this stuff that the world promotes as this and that and you'll, you'll end up at a later stage in life, waking up to realize that fulfillment will never come from anything or anyone outside of you and the God who's on the inside of you. It's after you've, you've wasted yourself, given yourself to people that never deserved you, wasted up valuable time that you'll eventually wake up and realize that everything I needed was always in me because you're defined when you're queen, when you are queen conscious, you are defined by your internal faculties as opposed to the world around you misdefining you. And I know I'm speaking to a lot of you. Some of you just need to take a moment right now to just breathe because this is some heavy stuff. You've been misdefined all of your life. Listen to what um, Psalms 139, 14 and 15 says. It says, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works. Watch the wording. And that the, the marvelous works, one, being wonderfully made, he goes on to say, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. He says, I'm wonderfully made and my soul knoweth right well. What, what is the soul? The mind, the will, the emotions. 
I know in my own mind, in my own emotions, I feel it. There's a confirmation. I know within me who I am in the creator's eyes. Some of you have not been able to locate the creator's definition of you because you spend all your time looking out here for someone else's definition. This is why so many people struggle with purpose because the same creator that gives you definition simultaneously gives you uh, clarity relative to purpose. But when you're searching out here for definition, you also uh, forfeit uh, a clue or clarity about purpose. But when you know within you, when you can close your eyes and tell the world who you are, rather than waking up in the morning, waiting to embrace the world, waiting for somebody to tell you who you are, the world will always lie to you about who you are. The world will always lie to you about who you are especially women. The world will always lie to you about who you are because the world wants to prostitute your value without price. You are the most valuable thing God created. There's nothing that God made that is more valuable than a woman. Any well-adjusted heterosexual man will agree with me. There's nothing on the planet that is more precious than a woman. And I'm not talking about sexual value. When God made the woman, he gave Adam everything he needed to manifest all of the dominion that God put within him. Eve was God's greatest gift to Adam. All right. Now listen to queen consciousness is knowing who you are from your soul and spirit, from your what? From the the inner workings, from your internal faculties. Acts 17 and 28 says, puts it like this. For in him, the creator, we live and move and have our being. I don't let you don't define me. You can't define me. You may have your opinions and you can say whatever you want to say, but you can't define me because it is in him that I live and move and have my being. And when you are queen, when you are queen conscious, you will know who you are from your soul and spirit. And you embrace the world, you'll be able to hold your shoulders back and hold your head high, open your eyes wide and tell the world who you are before the world even opens its mouth to offer an opinion. Number two, queen consciousness is the high self-concept a woman possesses independently of other people's opinions. It's, it's, it's the high self-esteem that a woman possesses and that high self-esteem is independent 
of anybody else's opinion. This speaks of a woman who never needs the world to esteem her. Her self-esteem account is self-supplied and self-sufficient. Her self-esteem is so independent, she's immune, watch this, she's even immune to negative opinions or approval. She doesn't need, no, a queen conscious woman, her her self-concept is so high and independent that negative opinions or disapproval doesn't even move her. She does not chart her course based on the opinions or the approval of others. How many women do you know like that? Let me read it again. Queen consciousness, number two, is the high self-concept a woman possesses that is independent of other people's opinions. How many women do you, do you know that, that are operating at that level? Most women are driven mad by the opinions of people. But see, when you queen conscious, you don't care about nobody calling you fat. You don't care nothing about nobody calling you ugly. You don't care nothing about that because we're going back to point number one. You know who you are from your soul and spirit. It's the self-concept you have etched in your subconscious. You already know who you are. You've already defined yourself. You've already valued yourself. You're not allowing the world to step into your life now and rewrite the number on the tag. Your price has already been established from within. So your high self-concept is independent of other people's opinions. You don't care what people think or what they say. Nobody's going to be able to tell you you're this or you're that. And then that stuff just stays in your head and you you begin to obsess over it. And and now, you you, you know, it be, it's beginning to eat away at your self-esteem. Nobody can play with your mind like that when you're queen conscious. Garbage in, garbage out. Let me show you uh, in, in Numbers 27, verses 2 through 7, young women with this kind of high self-concept that was independent of people's opinions or approval. These, these, uh, these were sisters, and their father died. I've told this, I've read this text before. Their father died, and in that culture, um, if there was not a son... The, the nation of Israel would take whatever the father left, you know, and consume it into the nation. Well, these young girls didn't think that was right. And so their high self-esteem brought them to a place where they requested a meeting and they articulated their feelings. And let me show you what happens in Numbers 27, verses two through seven. And they stood before Moses and before Eleazar, the priest, and before the princes in all the congregation by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, saying, our father died in the wilderness and he was not in the company of them that gathered themselves together against the Lord in the company of Korah, but died in his own sin and had no sons. 
Why should the name of our father be done away from among his family because he hath no son? It took some serious confidence for them to go and stand before Moses and tell him, I don't think this, we don't think this is right. Then they say, give unto us therefore a possession among the brethren of our father. And Moses brought their cause before the Lord. And the Lord spake unto Moses saying, the daughters of Zelophehad speak right. Thou shalt surely give them a possession of an inheritance among their father's brethren. And thou shalt cause the inheritance of their father to pass unto them. Why were they able to do this? They had a high self-concept that was independent of people's opinions or thoughts. They didn't care what the folk thought about them. They had to speak their mind respectfully within the context of order, politely. And when you when you read the full story, they didn't only change it for themselves, but they changed it for, for women to come. This is a woman who conceives that her value is never at the mercy of someone else. She knows who she is. Her, her high self-estimation is independent of anybody else's opinion. If you agree or don't agree, it doesn't matter. It's not going to shake what she feels or what she knows rather in herself. Number three. Number three. This is a good one. I only have four. Queen consciousness is possessing the capacity to own your destiny. To own your destiny. Hmm. Why do I say that? Why do I say that? Why did I add this here? This means that a queen conscious woman knows why she exists and she completely owns her destiny, destiny or future potential. She knows where she's going and she's not timid about it. Now, how many women do you know that that actually own their destiny. I've had women tell me, ask me, um, pastor, should I, I'm thinking of, I was thinking about buying a house. I have the money. My credit is, is great. I can pay for it, but I'm scared to buy a house because I don't have a husband yet. Is my house going to scare the man away? If a house scares that man away, you didn't need to be, he didn't need to be in your neighborhood no way. When you are really queen conscious, you own your destiny. You're not ashamed of anything you work for. It doesn't mean that you're going to lead with that and just broadcast all of this to the world, but you are going to own your destiny. God did not create you to just fall back and, and be ashamed of what God put in you, the gifts he's given you, the blessings he's poured upon you. When you are queen conscious, you own your destiny. Even if it means 
you're going to rub some people the wrong way. Or should I say, it's going to rub some people the wrong way because all you got to do is just succeed and some people are going to be rubbed the wrong way. But when you're queen conscious, you don't care nothing about who's rubbed the wrong way, who's offended at it. You are going to step into everything the creator has designed you to step into without apology. I said it right there. Without apology. Too many of you are indirectly apologizing for being what the creator made you. You're apologizing for going to school and working hard. You're apologizing for making X amount of dollars. You're apologizing for succeeding. But when you understand who you are, you're going to own your destiny. And there's some of you who are, watch this, cutting yourselves back to become more appealing to an inferior There are some of you who are stifling your own development because you want to become more more appealing so you dumb it down. But see, when you're queen conscious, you own your destiny. You step into everything, that complete and total vision that the creator has given you. You step into it. And you own it. Watch this. And, and let me tell you something. That doesn't mean that you, 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 you're going to function with masculine energy. No, 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 no. That's not what that means because you're a woman. You're going you're gonna to function in your feminine energy, but you're going to own like the Proverbs 31 woman. She didn't apologize for nothing. She owned it. She had all of that business, children, husband, family. She had all of that going on, balling in her own right. And when you're queen conscious, you you have the capacity to own your destiny. And watch this. The world says, okay, well, if you own it, you're not going to get no man. No, no, no. There's a certain kind of man that is suitable for you. And when you're queen conscious, number one, your sense of fulfillment and happiness is already within. So you're not looking for a man to bring fulfillment or happiness. So it means that you also possess the capacity to wait on the right man rather than being desperate and running behind any man. But you're going to own your destiny. If you look in Esther chapter four, verses 13 through 16, Esther chapter four, verses 13 through 16, it says, then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, think not with thyself that thou shalt escape the king's house more than all the Jews, for thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their uh, enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Then Esther bade them return Mordecai this answer. Go gather together 
all the Jews and that are present in Shushan and fast ye for me, neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. What was going on here when you read the full context? Um, she's now married to the king and the, there's a plot to destroy all Jews. Esther was a Jew. Her uncle, a cousin Mordecai rather says to her, you got to do something about this. You're in position. Let me see if you got the, the corresponding disposition. You got to, you got to step, you got to step, you got to do something about this. And so Esther owns her destiny. Esther owns her destiny and says, if I perish, Let me perish, but I'm going to step into the role that the creator has put me here to fulfill. If I perish, let me perish. All right. Number four. Number four. Queen consciousness is having, listen to this very carefully, and I'm done. Queen consciousness is having the inner fortitude to embrace your life and future, watch this, as an individual, with faith in your ability. It is having the inner strength or fortitude to embrace your life and future as an individual with faith in your ability. Now watch this, and I'm done. A queen conscious woman can stand alone when necessary because she is a whole, healthy, and total individual before and apart from anything or anyone else. She's never in a situation where she needs an addition to be, be complete or whole. She has the inner strength to embrace life and her future as an individual because she is whole, healthy, and a total individual before and apart from anything or anyone else. And watch this. If you have not embraced your individuality to the point that you realize that you are whole and complete and formidable as a standalone, you're not ready for a relationship. Queen conscious women understand their strength as individuals and don't have a problem walking in their individuality. They will never be duped by someone that's not supposed to be in their life because they're so desperate for, you know, a relationship of some kind because they feel incomplete. Queen consciousness is having the inner fortitude to embrace your life and your future as an individual with faith in your ability. Queen conscious women are not obsessing over age. Complete, 
strength within to embrace life and your future as an individual. So while while average women are obsessing over things that they can't control, queen conscious women are strategizing and planning with the things that they that are in their control. See, an average woman obsesses over a relationship, waste all her money trying to create a, you know, some false persona trying to attract, you know, some kind of man to her and waste up decades. And then she'll have nothing to show for it financially. A queen conscious woman, rather than obsessing over something that's out of her control, you can't control if the right man is going to come or not, but you can control what you do with your mind, your spirit, your body, your money. A queen conscious woman is constantly growing and laying a foundation for her own future. But she has she has the inner fortitude to embrace life and future as an individual. Um, Joshua 24 and 15, uh, I'll cut to the chase. He says, but as for me and my house, we will serve. All right. The inner fortitude to embrace your life and future as an individual. Now. When we talk about individuality, we're also talking about being able to stand in your personal truth, who you are, all that God has given you to do and to be, and being strong enough to embrace everything that you are without fear of ridicule or rejection. There you have it. There's there's a deep dive into queen consciousness. I hope you all got something out of this tonight. Again, I apologize for the interruptions with my signal. Uh, Some kind of way we're going to figure this out. But let me pray for you. Let me pray for you tonight, if you don't mind. Father, I thank you for just this wonderful opportunity that I have to share with so many people this message that you've given me. And I know, dear God, that there are many that are watching now and will watch that are going to be moved and even shaken by this message. They're going to see themselves in the mirror of this truth. God, I ask you now by your Holy Spirit to move into the room where they are and touch them with the oil of peace, clarity. God, I thank you for a recalibration of their souls, their broken souls. Recalibrate them, God, and bring them back to a place of divine balance and order. In Jesus' name, I give you praise, I give you glory, and I give you honor for it now. In Jesus' name. Now listen, I want you to go to my website and sign up for my mailing list. I'm I'm putting something together and um, it's going to be like a, um, I'm trying to figure out how how to term it, but it's going to be like a five day 
challenge of some kind. And it's going to flow through my website. So you need to be on my list so you'll know exactly when that, when that happens. But go there and sign up for my mailing list. Also, again, don't forget to go by my online programs. Queenology is there. We have Queenology, the original. Then we have uh, Queenology 2.0, the training for reigning. It's there as well in, in my online programs. And, of course, all of my books are on Amazon. All of my books are on Amazon. Queenology, Father Daughter Talk, Imperfectly Holy, Soul Ties, um, whatever else I got there. It's all there on Amazon. So I love you all. I thank you for hanging out with me. Thanks to all of you that um, gave to us tonight. I so appreciate you. Those of you that have uh, done so, I'm just, we're just so grateful. You don't have to do it, and we, we recognize that, and I thank you so much. Also, um, those of you that may need counseling, there's a link in the description for BetterHelp Counseling. Um, it's, a, it's a counseling uh, agency that we've partnered with. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a therapist. None of that. So we've partnered with this counseling agency. You can do counseling by phone, by text message, by computer. It's amazing. Um, we, if you use the link in the description, it will afford you 10% off of the cost of the counseling. And for our recommending them, they will then deposit uh, a seed into the ministry. So we appreciate that. Now, I love you. I thank God for you. And I want you to have a great, great night and share this. I, I Still got just a little bit under a thousand. I only have 400. What's going on? But I love you all. I thank God for you. And I want you to have a great evening. And I will talk to you real soon. Share this on your, your social media platforms if you don't mind. Let's grow the community. Let's grow the family. God bless you. Until next time. Thank you for listening today. If you would like more information or for other resources, please visit us on the web at rcblakes.com.